And after I spoke to him, I inquired because I knew I was going to come and encourage you. I inquired of the Lord, what is it that he wants me to speak about? Um, and the Lord gave me the word on Sunday. But this is why I want you to, why I'm telling you this is because when I got here yesterday, the verse that Pastor O opened is the verse that I got on Sunday to preach about. And um, normally people will say, because you preached on it, I might not have anything else to say, so i rather change. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I want it repeated because this is what is going to change destinies. If you got to repeat it word by word, repeat it, but this is the message for the moment. And then he announced that today we are praying for the will of God. And when he announced that I was not here, um, I did not know, I don't think anybody knew, but all of us found out last night. Um, and my message for today, which I was given on Sunday, was about the will of God. I, I had to come preach on a designated day about the will of God given on Sunday. There, there had to be somebody working on the will of God right there. And the theme of our church as House of Royals this year, it thus says the Lord, let thy will be done. I then realized that as long as we walk in the will of God, you are covered. As long as we walking in the will of God, you are sorted. I actually realized that what the Lord is actually saying to us is he has given us a box and the agenda is just concentrate on the box. Don't worry about the things around the box. Don't worry about the tapes that wrapped it and they were thrown away. Don't worry about the people that brought the box. Don't try to get another box that looks better than the box I have given you. Just concentrate on this box. If you open this box and you concentrate in this box, everything you need is in the box. And in the few minutes as I speak, you will realize that in all honesty, the only thing you need is the will of God. Nothing else. It, it sounds cliche when I say it, but I'm telling you what you need is the will of God. That's it. Let me encourage you in the few minutes under a subject that says, let us pray. Let us pray. It is better to understand the action than to perform the action. If you perform it and you don't understand it, the results might be wrong. If you understand it, even if you don't perform it, but you carry the wisdom and the wealth of wisdom in the understanding of it. If you perform it, 
and you don't understand it, you might perform it once, and we say perform it again, you won't do it again. But if you understand it, if you don't perform it now, whenever you are needed to perform it, it will yield results. Let us pray. Receiving or not receiving an answer has nothing to do with the pastor. Receiving or not receiving an answer, please leave God out of it. Come on, sir. Because God has already done the part that he has to do. He has declared it and it is final. Because his word, when he declares it, where he left it, it remains there forever. You receiving. If by any chance you don't receive, please leave God out of it. If by any chance you end up not receiving this year, please leave the pastor out of it. And I declared in our church and I said, it is your year. And last year in December, people were writing status on Facebook and they said, your pastor said it is your year. What is happening? I am standing here and I'm saying it is your year. Whether it ends up being your year or not, leave me out of it. Whether it happens or not, I, I, I have no fault in it. That is between you and following the principles of it has nothing to do with me. So in anything that will happen after this prayer, please I am speaking on behalf of my older brother and my friend Pastor O. Leave him out of it. It has nothing to do with him. He stood here, he declared he was done. Don't ever say he is not powerful. No. It has nothing to do with him. It, 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 the issue is between you and whether you are in the will of God or not. If we are going to pray, and I want you to take this because this is how our, um, I, I, I feel this is how we must run the whole year because I'm telling you, if you concentrate on this, we are done. There's three things in prayer. And please open for me the book of James, chapter 5. It is the same scripture that Pastor O opened. He started with it. There are three parts of a prayer. Number one, there is the candidate. Number two, there is how to. Number three, there is doing it. The candidate, who is eligible to pray? Number two, how to pray? Number three, what to pray? 
is any sick among you, let him call the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Note here now that the sin is being forgiven, but it was not confessed to God. The sin is being forgiven, but the confession was between people. The forgiver has not been spoken to, but the sin is being forgiven. And he says now, as you confess to each other, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And then the part that you also you, you, you love a lot, the effect of heaven prayer. Why the Bible says if the pastor lays the hand on the sick, he shall, be, he shall recover. And the sin, even though we did not pray for the sin, the sin shall be forgiven. Two things. The candidate of prayer is anybody that has been made righteous. As soon as you are made righteous, prayer is your portion. When you are made righteous, God is just sitting waiting to hear your prayer because you are the candidate. Yeah. Okay. But the reason why he says now, because the Bible says our sins have been forgiven. That means between you and God, the sins are forgiven. That is why the confession is not between you to him, because they are forgiven. But the reason why it is, next, it is between you and the next person is because when we sin every day, you are actually sinning to the next person. Think about it. When you lie, you lie to the next person. When you hate, you hate the next person. When you rob, you rob the next person. You are not robbing God. He says now, if you are going to sin every day, it will be against your fellow people. Now, if you confess to this person you have wronged. You don't forgive them in the heart. You call them. You confess. Confession is not inside. It will be inside if you were talking to God. Because he knows the hidden language. But if you're going to confess to me, Please call me. Our prayers are not going to avail much. You gotta call somebody this week. You, you, you gotta Google some names when we live here and call some people. Because when you do that, you remove yourself from being the candidate of prayer. What you'll be doing here is making some noise and messing up a bit of your pants but you are not a candidate 
you got to go and call some people when we leave here and say, I'm sorry. That's why we confess to each other. I think I'm doing good because I asked the Lord not to make me preach. I want you to hear me. He says now, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And I want you to go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He hath made him, him to be seen for us, he who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. We are not dwelling there. I wanted you to understand the fact that you are already made a candidate. The only one that can disqualify you is yourself. That's why I said if nothing happens in this prayer in the 10 days for you, don't look at us. Don't look at God. The only way who can dis and you can be disqualified it is by your own doing. Now, I want you to go to the book of Matthew. And this is where I'm going to close it. Matthew chapter 6, from verse 5 to 7. And you know the scripture. I told you about the candidate. Now, I want to deal with the how-to. And when thou pray... Thou shalt not be as hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in synagogues, in the corners of streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when you pray, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy, thy door, Pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father which sees all secret shall reward thee openly. Amen. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as, this, as the heathen do, for they think they, that they shall be heard, for they are much speaking. The how to pray. The closing of eyes is the how to pray. It is not the prayer. The pacing up and down is the how to pray. It is not the prayer. The rolling on the floor. It is the how to pray. It is not the prayer. And it says now, when you pray, get into your own closet. Why? And Pastor O said just now that Jesus would go a stone throw away. Because chances are, because you are human, a prayer that you pray next to somebody is edited and audited. 
to fit the ear of the next person. If you had a few bottles of alcohol, if you go there, you will tell the Lord, Lord, I fell into the temptation, I drank. If you sit there, you will say, Lord, I was tempted, forgive me. The bottle will not be mentioned because prayer needs you to walk away a bit so that you don't edit it. Because the issue is, when you edit it, you make God feel like a fool because you are editing what he knows. He knows what you are supposed to say when you don't say it. He feels like a fool because you edited what you were supposed to say. And he says, before you pray, I know. But if you don't move away, you are not going to pray what he knows. You are bringing an audited, edited version. Repeating what you said is the how. It's not the prayer. When you say, Lord, heal me, I can assure you, it's done. Whether you say it 10 times and 20 times, it is not the prayer. It is just the how-to that you are choosing to do. And the reason why you need to do it it's because you don't have faith in the one that you just told the first time. Had you trusted him with the first time, you would have said it once. <sighs> Some people will come and say it is because you are a prayer warrior and you need to be violent. Can, can, can I just... <sighs> I, I don't think you need to repeat him because the Bible says his ear is not done. He heard you the first time. You just need to do it the right way. And trust the one you are telling. The issue that is there, and I'm closing, is because we are sensual beings, senses, we, use, we depend on senses. The issue now becomes, People have made the how to pray to be more important than what to pray. Because the what is from the spirit. The how is from the flesh. When we say pray, you feel if you roll more, the power is too powerful. The more you scream, the power, the power, the prayer is too powerful. The more you cry, you feel the prayer now is reaching. The more you go up and down, you feel the prayer is reaching. Uh, the more you kneel, you feel it is reaching. You have put the how-to above the what-to. And people are busy with the how-to. But no one is doing the what-to. In the book of Luke, chapter 11, 
from verse 1. Let me just take verse 1 and 2 and then I close. I'll come back next year for the, to finish the rest of the prayer. Now let me just do 1 and 2. It says now, it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, two things. He was doing what? Please just check your friends, what do they spend time doing? You're going to be mindful of people around you. What? what do you normally find them doing? It matters in your prayer life. If, if you're going to find them every time on social media and Instagram, hmm, just, just check. He was praying at a certain place when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. You see, if you are a disciple, you need to hunger for what your master keeps on doing. If you're going to be a son and a daughter in this house, let them say you want to be the favorite of the pastor because you do everything the pastor does. You are okay. If you are a disciple, you're going to want what your master is doing. Can, can I make it simpler? If he lives here at 12, Back where a guy got ten. Back whatever is on you. The disciples say, "Teach us, because we saw you doing it. Whatever you are doing, if we are disciples, we're gonna be able to do it. There must not be a difference when they see you, even when you are not there and they see me. It must be the same." He says. We, we saw you doing everything, but we need to see, we need to do this thing that you were doing. Teach us how to pray. And I made a mistake there. I, I looked it up. It does not say teach us how to pray. It says teach us to. Now we get to the how, to the, to the to. What to? He does not say teach us how. The how is when Jesus walked away a stone, a stone throw. That's a how. It says he was in a certain place. That's a how. They say we don't, we're not worried about where you were. Now we want to get into the matter. What to? Now, this is the issue. He says now, because even John taught his disciples. I'm not dwelling on this one. Can I just say one statement and then I go to my closing statement. Stop following the tendencies of other pastors and other churches when you are inside a, one, in a church. You are not John's disciple. You are Calvary Christian Church Johannesburg. You are not House of Royals. Leave our things alone. 
He says, we don't want to pray like the ones of John. We are not the same. The God might be the same, but how we do things is different. If here you worship more than you preach, there's nothing wrong. Adapt to what is done here. This is not John the Baptist Church. This is Jesus' one. And then he gets to the prayer. Verse number two. And he said unto them, when you pray, say. My question was this. If the Lord said when you pray, say. Are we supposed to follow it now? Is this the prayer that we must pray? Because he says when you pray, say. This is the answer. When you go through the prayer. At the end of verse 2, it says, your will be done. The will is constant. But what you see every day changes. The reason you must pray this prayer every time is because if you pray for the will today, the will will be stable and ready to make you prosper. And the will was a task. But because you are a physical being, when you see the BM, the will does not change. But your eyes and your thoughts have changed the desire. And he says, every time pray this prayer. Because the will is constant, but your senses are attracted to what they see. What you hear, you want. What you see, you want. Pray for the will. This prayer is not outdated. This prayer is relevant more today than any other time. Because back then, you could only envy a horse. Here now, you can envy a Ferrari. We need more of the will than back then. He says you're going to see a lot of things. You're going to hear a lot of things. You need to pray every day that the will... Give me five minutes. He says now, our Father who art in heaven, can I just deal with our? Why does he not say my Father? Why does he say our Father? Because a greedy prayer is a prayer without fruits. Anytime you start to pray and you say, Father, me, he says now, when you pray, it got to be our Father. When you pray, it is our Father because you are not praying for you. You are saying, our Father, whatever I want for myself, do it also for my brother. When I want the promotion, give it also to my brother. When I want a car, also bless. Ah, that is why the Bible says in the olden church, you could not see who was rich or who was poor because when they prayed, they say, Lord, our Father, give us cars, give us wives, give us husbands, our Father. When you start to say my, you are in the scripture that says in the last days they will only want things to be done for them. He says when you pray you gotta say our. If you say our, you are saying my sister I don't know what you are going through but whatever it is, I'm praying to the same father to heal you, to deliver it for you. Our father. Not my father. And now he says, 
hallowed be thy name. The word hallowed, the original context in Hebrew is hagazio. Now, hagazio means the sacred one, the holy one, the worthy one. What is he saying? He's saying in your prayer, every time you start the prayer, you got to tell him who he is. You, you can't start a prayer by asking. You, you can't start a prayer. You, you, when you start a prayer, you got to say, Jehovah, one Tanza, Jehovah, you, you, you are able to do above exceedingly more. You are the one, the same. You, when you start your prayer, you got to say something about him that will make him to be excited when he's sitting. He says, when you start, you got to say, how Lord, you are the only one, the omniscient, the omnipotent. There's nothing I can do without you. Our Father, the one who's able to do our father, the one who created the heavens and our father when you talk to him, he says you're going to excite him a bit and why is that? it's because immediately when you, when you tell him he's worthy you are all, already telling him you're going to do it for me because I've already told you you are good he, he says tell me what I can do before I do it then you will leave me in a corner, I have to do it now because you gotta, You already told me, you, you already told me I am the best, you, 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 you see it's like when you talk about Ronaldo the, immediately when you say Ronaldo he he's expecting to do good because we are expecting of him to do good <sighs> I don't have time, let me jump these things let me jump these things and then because this is where I want you to get these things. Now he says now, you say, hallowed be thy name. Right. And immediately when you say that, he's excited. Right. And he says, thy kingdom come. And I, 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 I try to find out, when he says thy kingdom come, what basically is he saying? And I try to understand what is happening in the kingdom there. And I realized that he's basically saying to us, in the morning, we must say you are holy. In the evening, you are holy. In the afternoon, you are holy. It is tough, you are holy. They are laughing, you are holy. They are talking, you are holy. No promotion, you are holy. No job, you are holy. No new car, you are holy. Uh, if his kingdom is going to come, the only thing I know happening in that kingdom is you are holy. You are worthy. There is none like you. you. You are the same. Yes, that is the only thing I know. And then I realized, maybe let me bring it closer to make it more personal. If I got to know what the kingdom brings, and then I got to look at Jesus because he's from there. He knows exactly what is happening there and he was living on earth. So I got to follow his life to understand what they do there because he could not become seen when he was here. He, he had to. So then I realized that the Bible says when Jesus was alive, he would go preach. When he's done, he goes and pray. He preaches. When he's done, he goes and pray. It made me realize that the kingdom that is coming. We go and work. We come back. And we pray. We go and work. We come back. And we pray. We come. That is our life. He says now let the kingdom come. Last two statements. And I sit. Let your will be done. There's two things about the will of God. And this is it. 
There is the will of God. When you say study the will of God, two words. The first one is Betzon Elohim. Betzon Elohim. This means in God's will. It is not let your will be done. It is in God's will. This means you are living in the will. You are not doing. There is a difference. You are not doing the will. You are living in the will. If you are living in the will, that means now, that's why scripture says, for in him, we in him, we move. In him, we have our being. I then realized that it's not a physical thing. In his will, we move. Uh, and I gotta say to somebody tonight, as I said, that what you need this year is just to be in the will of God. Because now, if you are in the will of God, it is like a person who's in South Africa. And they are not South African, but they are Nigerian. And as soon as they commit a crime, you might want to arrest them because they committed a crime. Uh, but don't let them run into their embassy. If they jump inside the embassy, there's nothing you can do about it. So devil, if you come for me, if I am outside, it's okay. But don't allow me to jump into the embassy of the will of God. Because when I'm inside the embassy, you will shoot up there. You will never attack me. For pressing can come from each and every side. But as long as you are in the will of God this year, no devil shall touch you. No witch shall touch you. No one shall touch you. As long as you are in the the will of God. They got to fight the will first before they come and fight you. They gotta touch the will first before they touch you. They gotta cast the will first until they touch you. You gotta be in the will of God. And then I realized that if you are in the will of God, that means you understand that anything that comes to you, it had to be measured and allowed because it had to pass through the will. If it comes to me, somebody looked at it and thought I will make it. Just give me a bit of water. Open it. Just throw it on me a bit. The reason I am not getting upset is because I was expecting it. The reason why you are always angry and always fighting people is because you are outside the will of God. But when you are in the will of God, you know that what is coming, I am expecting it. When it comes, I am not going to be upset. I am not going to be angry. I am not going to curse because I am expecting it. And I say in 2020, come what may, but we are in the will of God. Nothing shall touch me. I am in the will of God. Oh, can I talk to you a bit? Let the boy leave you. I shall not be moved. I am the child of God. I know the will of God about me. Marriage is coming. It might not come this year. Let the boy go. But it is coming because his will says I will above all that it must be good for you as you also good in the spirit. I don't have time. Let me sit. You gotta be in the will. The second will, Bedzon Adonai. Bedzon Adonai means let thy will be done. Bedzon Adonai is this: you will curse me, 
but I will not curse you back. I will deal according to the will. Now I'm not in the will. I'm not inside it. But I am acting from the will. And this year, when they talk about us, we join them. And we continue the conversation. We don't hate. Amen. We deal with you according Amen. to the will. When they say you messed up, that's something that I learned in my life because my life is a testimony. And Pastor O knows. When they said I was engaged, I had a beautiful, massive engagement, more than other weddings. Now when they talk about it, I tell them that was a beautiful engagement. But the wedding was even better. I continue to talk to you about it. Because if I don't talk to you and address you according to the will, the words you are saying to me will become an existing word. Come on. You hear what I'm saying? So as I said, when we're doing this prayer, listen, as you walk this year, as long as you are in the will of God, nothing shall surprise you. Christ says, if they hated me, Trust me, they will hate you. When you are in the will, the reason why you are trying to put everything together yeah. is because you married the face, but outside the will. Now you've got to deal with this problem now because it was not God's problem. It was your problem. The reason you hate your job is because you got it outside the will. Please don't tell us you are late to church because you are working overtime. You miss church on Sunday because you're waking. Please, try get a job inside the wheel. Oh, come on, somebody give God a shout of praise on this place. Oh, God. Shake your neighbor tonight and say, neighbor. Come on, shake your neighbor tonight and say, neighbor. I'm staying in the wheel of God. I'm staying in the will of God. I'm staying in the will of God. Ooh. Can we just appreciate the Lord tonight? Huh? All I'm going to say is, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. There is no, just play softly, there is no reason for you to hate when you're in the will. You know, as I was teaching, the Lord said to me, therefore, I need to change gears. There are certain situations I'm going to deal with them in the will. But other situations, I must change gears and deal with them according to the will. I need to step out and be in accordance with the will of God. Hallelujah. And, and as we continue this prayer, may God give you a discerning spirit. Be able to discern when you must be in the will and when you must address according to the will. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Be the right candidate. But don't, 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 don't exhort the how and forget the what to. You know, some of us, we grew up watching people praying, walking, and we don't even understand it. 
but we, we just do it and we walk around and somebody who prays standing in one place they look like they are not Holy Ghost filled hello the, the reason I preach carrying my towel is because I inherited it from my father that's how we are in the family amen but the sweating is not the anointing the, the anointing is in the content we can shout and scream and sweat and uh, voice disappears and say oh there was power there but there, but there was no change amen come come for the next nine days grab your corner no need to shout but there must be impact blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah you want to say to reverend zivani i knew there was a word that god has given you for this church can we just appreciate the lord in him Hallelujah. And he's a friend of this church, and thank you for imparting this word upon us. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. The next time you need to.